the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Talk about Brexit. That's kind of in the news today. Not brisket. Maybe that's what's going to be cooking for dinner tomorrow. Jess, you have Theresa May and Donald Trump talking about what good friends they are. And he slams her to the newspaper. And says Boris Johnson would be a great prime minister, but I don't know. I just feel this has been a surreal year when it comes to politics. Um, but the ball roll on, right? 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. We can talk markets up, markets down, situations along those lines. Or, you know, like I said, whatever... Uh, I'm not going to say it floats your boat, but uh, one of the things I've been talking about a lot recently is life insurance and who needs it and who doesn't. But uh, how about doggy insurance? Have you seen some of those dog bills out there uh, with vets? They ain't, they ain't cheap. So ho-hum response to bank earnings. Oh, boy. Here we are. J.P. Morgan Chase, big bank, right? You see their commercials. You know they're big. Citigroup, Wells Fargo, PNC. All released numbers, and all of them are basically trading down as a group. Wait, wait, Mr. Black. Pick me, pick me, pick me. Weren't banks supposed to move higher with higher interest rates? Notwithstanding they have, for sure. But this was a a muted response. So all of them topped expectations that I just brought up, except for Wells Fargo, J.P. Morgan Chase, Citigroup, and PNC. All great names. All great names if you were to tell me, can I invest them in for the next 10 years? And within reason, you can. So the broader markets has have had a very, very good week. But it's also starting to get to the point where the market is at the upper end of its trading range. Do you know what I'm saying by that? The doorstep of 2,800 is being knocked on by the S&P 500. It's at the upper end of that range right now. It's kind of going between 2,600 and 2,800. This is my summer of discontent. It's a market that's kind of range-bound. Then there's the whole political chess game that's going on with China, with UK, with Europe, with Make America Great Again, USA. Nobody ever told me that politics was going to be so much fun. USA, USA. He's starting to wheeze a little bit. I heard him this morning talk uh, with Theresa May. He's got a little Darth Vader wheeze going in there. The United States. It's clear right now that the SP 500 is at an inflection point. Do we break higher? Do we break lower? 
It's a plainy technical game. What a wicked game we play. To make me feel this way. Can you imagine me and Chris Isaac and you basically have one damn song that people know? And all you can do is is be doomed to like go from county fair to county fair to county fair and play that one song. And show your publicity picture from 20 years ago. But man, women swoon when they hear this voice. He's technically a crooner, I think. To make me dream of you and I then again, you can tell me he's also part rooster and I want it now. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Um, I would say the top story is the bank financial earnings, but um, there's no apparently no story there. Wall Street's not reacting to it. Wells Fargo. Shame on Wells Fargo. Right? They've had some problems the last couple of years with a lot of fakeness going on. And one area that you don't want a lot of fakeness going on is probably at your bank. So that's out there. Wells Fargo is such a franchise of a company. And boy, I own shares of Wells Fargo and they're just doing nothing. AT&T CEO's confident Time Warner deal is still going to go through. Out of nowhere yesterday, and I thought this was nowhere because the first judge who said that the deal can go through basically said, please, no other judges, don't mess with this one because you're wrong. It it, It can go through. And the U.S. Justice Department has a remote chance now because they filed to appeal and to stop Time Warner from getting together with AT&T. Which is also interesting because uh, the head of Time Warner started talking to the heads at HBO and said, in this day and age, I just, I just don't know why men would say anything like this. He wants basically HBO to, to create a lot more material. And he says, the next year is going to be like giving birth. No, 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 don't, don't, don't say that. You're a dude. You've never given birth. Maybe you've given birth to like a, a hemorrhoid or uh, a gall, a bladder stone or something like that. But no, 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 no. You can't tell people that it's like giving birth. No. So HBO, uh, Game of Thrones, not even over yet. Guess what? They're going to start filming a prequel to Game of Thrones. And I, I know you're saying. Do we really need to say that? See that? Maybe. Not up to I. Tis not up to I, fair lady. Kit Harrington. I'm glad the bloody show's over. I could cut my hair. I don't know. I don't know. So Game of Thrones coming 2019. And they won't even tell us when it's coming. Uh, U.S. Justice Department, um, AT&T, all in the news yet again, like I said, because um, not has nothing to do with giving birth other than the fact that Donald Trump and AT&T and Time Warner, Time Warner, which owns CNN, may have a beef with fake news and the president. I don't know. I try not to get involved in, like, this fake news stuff, right? You are fake news. Oh, fake news. No, I'm fake, fake news. news. Facebook's under fire these days, and we're heading up to another election. It's 100 days away, right? Facebook won't ban InfoWars in its fake news purge, a site that says 9-11 was staged and the moon landing was fake. Okay. Do I open this jar? Or do I just leave this one alone? At a press release designed to show that Facebook was cracking down on misinformation, the so-called fake news, it was pressed by CNN why InfoWars still had a presence, well-known for pushing conspiracy theories. 
InfoWars has claimed that Sandy Hook's Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting was a hoax. The moon landings were fake, and 9-11 was also a false flag. Oh. Facebook's... What's the right answer? I don't know, but billions of eyeballs will see or not see, right? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Pick up the phone. You may call 800-516-1220. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Well, I certainly hope everyone's out there is having a good year, financially speaking. Middle of the summer, you get that Black Friday thing going on. You're like, say what? Yeah, that made-up holiday. First time I heard of it was Singles Day made-up holiday. Well, first time I really heard of it was Valentine's Day. What a made-up piece of crap of a holiday. Flowers. Flowers! Flowers! Awful investment. Planting them and selling them, wonderful investment. Well, I don't know about investment, but getting people to buy your weed that you cut up. And when I say that getting people to buy your weed, I'm not implying that kind of weed either. I'm just going to shut up. All right, all right, all right. I think that'd be a good idea. So anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. We can talk about things that you regret as an investor. I think seeing the market near an all-time high, you have to regret if you ever gave up on it, right? My brother Michael in the 1990s, he got a little freaked out because there was a thing called the saving and loans thrift bank failure issue. It was kind of like the mortgage implosion of 2006, 2008 that brought down big banks in the United States to their knees. And uh, we were just giving you know, loans to people who didn't deserve them. It bit us in the 90s and again, it bit us in the mid-2000s. Guess what's going to happen at some point down the road? It's pretty fascinating. We will repeat history, in my opinion. Remember when you were a baby? Baby powder? I know you're saying, Rob, I don't remember when I was a baby getting baby powder. Johnson & Johnson's baby powder. Johnson & Johnson's baby shampoo. Well, baby powder used to be like this clean, innocent, pure thing, right? Put on a baby's butt after it just wet its diaper so it didn't get chafing and rashes and such. A Missouri jury ordered J&J to pay $4.69 billion in regard to allegations that its talc-based powders contain asbestos. So Johnson & Johnson's baby powder might have had cancer in it. I'm going to put my little baby, my little baby butt. Whoops. Now, Johnson Johnson said it was disappointed in the verdict, which resulted from a fundamentally unfair process that allows 22 of the patients who claim to develop ovarian cancer to be part of the same case. This isn't the first time that J&J has squared off against the law. Customers have claimed they developed cancer from using its product. Last year, a California court ordered Johnson & Johnson to pay a record $417 million to a woman who claimed she developed terminal ovarian cancer from Johnson & Johnson products. This is an increased large number, and Johnson Johnson's going to survive. Uh, it's going to be interesting to watch again. Remember that tobacco companies survived. Now, again, most of them merged with Philip Morris and Altria, but they survived, and they survived you know, admitting that they were selling cancer sticks, essentially. 
And people still wander into the store and say, give me a cancer stick. Take me a, give me a packet. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Now, in a lighter news, I know you're saying ovarian cancer, putting on babies, not a good thing, right? Um, can we do lighter news? Maybe, maybe a McDonald's story or two? McDonald's is, uh, stock is getting hit today. I know you're saying, please, 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 don't tell me something about the Big Mac causing cancer. No, 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 heart attacks. Um, but McDonald's is trading lower because of Saddle-Linked Cygnus Probe. Usually, this is going to go away, right? It doesn't always. And just as soon as you get arrogant and go, you know, oh, this one will be fine. Um, it's not. So, but again, you know, just think Chipotle versus McDonald's. I think people have probably gotten sick before at, uh, hold on a second. I'm trying to, my credentials got revert, kicked off. That's better. So McDonald's moving lower today on news that they've got a solid link sickness probe. More than 100 people have fallen sick from uh, cyclospora. <laughs> Did I say that one right? A cyclospora parasite in Illinois and Iowa since mid-May. So it looks like McDonald's salad is the culprit. Now, is that going to stop you from going to McDonald's? Like, who's getting salads anyway at McDonald's? Just between you and me. I know, I know, there should be a healthy option. I know, big boy, you should take a look at it. Yes, yes, yes. Netflix is facing major risk heading into earnings, a lot of managers are starting to say. The stock's just been going up and up and up, and Amazon's been going up and up and up, and at some point in time, the stock needs to give a break, or just everyone in the world should own it, and we should all be billionaires. Right? So Netflix is moving very much so higher company that wanted to sell themselves at one point in time to Blockbuster would have been a bit of a mistake. Netflix bulls have been rewarded this year. Stock's up 110% this year. It's not always going to be up 110% when a stock is trading at more than $400 a share with a trailing PE in triple digits. You got a little bit of risk going into earnings season. So if people are disappointed with international subscribers or U.S. subscribers or churn or costs going up too much. Um, but again, when their costs go up, we tend to get better TV shows in theory. When it comes to the biggest risk right now, it's all about the prospect of competitors, potentially. You know, the whole HBO thing, the Hulu, the Amazon Prime, Disney. And if you've taken a look at some of the bundles recently, they've become expensive. We used to do, well, I'm not going to say they're as expensive as Comcast at this point in time, but the bundles are becoming more expensive. Of course, you're getting more, but they're also becoming more expensive. It's kind of like the music industry when the music industry buckled and it, it, it almost died completely with Napster. Now, the whole TV industry is changing with Netflix. Will it buckle? What will happen? How will they stop and revert? Go to unlimited streaming? Mm-hmm. Right. That's kind of the area that it's playing in. Anyway, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Netflix and Amazon, both very expensive, priced for perfection in the short term. I'm Rob Black. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. One of the four horsemen of the apocalypse has arrived. Good horse.
Farsi. Am I talking about the chocolate shop that has created avocado toast chocolate? No. So delicious. So, so delicious. That's right, Jack. Am I talking about... Okay, I'll just tell you. I don't want to live in a world where Kylie Jenner is not a billionaire. We recently learned that she's worth $900 million. So someone has started a a GoFundMe page to help raise another $100 million for her. Because we don't want to live in a world where Kylie Jenner is not a billionaire. The 28-year-old cosmetic mogul from the Kardashian-Jenner family was just $100 million shy. Now, we got to go. We got to do this one, guys. We got to band together. Send a message. If you have child support, skip it for a month. If you have children that need food, well, take show them the Thai cave kid. Say, yeah, I'm going to put you in a cave for 10 days. See if you like it. I want to live in a world where Kylie Jenner is a billionaire. $999 million, not enough. We have to make her a full-fledged billionaire. I don't want my children growing up in a world where Kylie Jenner is not a billionaire. So there's a GoFundMe campaign. And you can donate $100. Some people have donated as much as $100. (laughs) For real. Uh, Someone at some point in time also started a GoFundMe page for Elon Musk after it was revealed that he had been sleeping on his office floor and people felt bad for him. So I guess the whole GoFundMe page is a a big joke on me. I guess people don't really want Kylie Jenner to be a billionaire. I get it. Even though I don't want to live in that world. Oh, a CEO who based his $700 million company in Pittsburgh says he's getting employees who want to work in tech but avoid the Bay Area. I don't know. I believe that. I've been to Pittsburgh, and for a long time, Pittsburgh has, was the armpit of Pennsylvania, much like Stockton is the armpit of California. Pittsburgh had a declining population. It was, it was concerning. It's a good lesson, once again, on like don't get too entrenched in thinking you're hot stuff. Because at one point in time, Cleveland was a sparkling city in the world. At one point in time, Pittsburgh was. Detroit was. And now if you visit them, not so much. Now, Pittsburgh's lovely now. But it took a long time of a lot of exodus. So that's a big question, right? Like, the Bay Area expenses. I have friends, and I have friends' friends. I know you're saying, Rob, let's stop right there. You don't have friends. Well, I know people that are moving out of the area based on cost. Do you? I, I certainly do, and it seems like every month it's it's somebody else. Maybe a little bit more during the, the summer months, but I see people leave. 800-516-1220 each calls on the air. I was reading an interview with a Shark Tank entrepreneur who won a big, big time on the show for a product called Love Pop. What was interesting about it was he said his and his team, they said the one thing we knew going on was that we had to know our financials inside and out. And the reporter said, so why do you think you had to know inside and out? He goes, well, we watched every episode and we we noticed what questions were most likely to come up and we had to have really good answers for those. We wanted to make sure that we were going to answer the right questions and we wouldn't be nervous looking for the information in our heads. So they studied almost every single pitch that that ever happened. And I, I think I bring that up as a good lesson to teach your kids or a good lesson for you. I've gone into interviews before where I didn't know the product and I didn't know it well enough. And I, I embarrassed myself. Well, I'm not going to say embarrassed, but I failed. 
miserable fail. There was one point in time where, because I do a lot of television work, you would assume that I'm pretty good on television. Now, I'm pretty good standing behind a desk and talking about stocks. That doesn't mean I'm good at television. So there's something called walk and talk. I know you're saying, what is walk and talk? So tonight when you're watching the news and you see a reporter standing by maybe the San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge and they start walking towards the camera or they start walking towards a guest that's walking and talking. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it for the life of me. I should have practiced it because when I showed up at Cisco one day to to see if I could be a corporate sponsor person, just for the spokesperson, just for the internal web stuff, like maybe I'd have to go, well, everyone, welcome into Cisco's quarterly update for employees. Let's talk to John Chambers about some of the new product coming out. John? And that whole handoff and the whole walking towards him, couldn't do it. I know you're saying, wow, man, <laughs> you can't walk and talk. Is that like patting your belly and tapping your head or tapping your belly and rubbing your belly? And See, I can't even say it. Can't even do two things at once. Oh, I love this country. For all of its flaws, it's, it's, got, it's got some pretty big pluses, too. Sarah Blakely. I know you're saying, who is Sarah Blakely? Who is Sarah Blakely? She's a billionaire. And what did she invent? I know you're saying, did she did she come up with Apple? Did Sarah Blakely come up with Apple? Did she oh she came up with job? No. No, no, no. Remember seeing Elmo's fire when Roblo was kissing on that the blonde actress? I'll always forget her name. Mayor Winningham, maybe. And uh his hand starts to wander and it finds basically some tights. So Sarah Blakely is the inventor of Spanx. And she's made a billion dollars doing it. I know you're saying she didn't come up with the A-track or the cassette tape or the CD or she, she wasn't the head of Napster. No, no. She came up with, with clothes that, that kind of make your gut get sucked in. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Tightens your thighs. And yeah, yeah. So... What a great country. So that's a problem that needs to be solved. And that's why when I got passed yesterday by a scooter, I got passed by a scooter. My eight-cylinder monster truck that's got wheels, 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 got passed by an electric scooter. Little punk kid. Just whistling into the dark, you know? Because we need electric scooters. Which is great. It's great. Uh, speaking of Shark Tank, one of the, my favorite sharks is Mark Cuban. I actually like the guy. <clears throat> As billionaires go, he's much more likable than Trump, and I've always said that. And I, I don't even know if Trump's a billionaire. But Mark Cuban, he started something called Broadcast.com, <clears throat> and he did it in his college dorm room. Once again, starting a business, someone who could come up with Spanx, form-fitting garments to make people look thinner. Or in this case, Broadcast.com, where you could listen to radio stations from anywhere in the world. There wasn't really that much of a need for it back in 1992, we didn't think. But he sold it to Yahoo for a couple billion dollars. Yahoo! I would I would work late. And uh, Broadcast.com didn't get the best albums. They, they weren't getting mainstream stuff. Because Celine Dion wasn't going to sign off on something that streamed music for free. But NWA did. So a lot of my my music in the 90s was grunge and NWA and uh, rap, in large part hip-hop. 
I know you're saying, you're the coolest guy ever. I know, I know. It was free and I could listen to it all night long while I was working. So anyway, Cuban sells his company, Broadcast.com, which he was running out of basically a dorm room, which it became bigger, obviously. You have to embellish it for the story. And then he, he shorted Yahoo. He's like, if they're dumb enough to spend that much money on this, the company that gave him his, his fortune, he's like, screw you guys. I'm going to burn this bridge. I find that interesting. Is that biting the hand that feeds you? Sure, but we always look at that as a bad thing. Sometimes maybe it's a good thing. I hate Paddington Bear. I know you're saying, is there more to that than that? No, I just hate Paddington Bear. And when our president's in England and the UK too much, I think he's hanging out with a lot of Paddington Bears and it bothers me. Don't ask. I've got some, I got some obviously deep therapy that I need to do. Papa John, John Shatner. Something's wrong with him, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. That's, again, once again, the danger of having a celebrity spokesperson. We didn't learn with, with Jared and Subway. So, Papa John's didn't learn. If you're going to have a celebrity spokesperson, if you're going to have a spokesperson that kind of embodies the whole company, it's a bit of a problem. And for the record, Subway's gross and disgusting. It's slimy. I don't like, I don't like sandwich meats that are slimy. Do you? Ah. What is that slime? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's Friday. It's earnings season. Our president is oot in a boot in the UK. What's going to happen this weekend in the markets? I don't know. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm having a bit of a tough day. Let's talk pet ownership. The annual cost of owning a pet is something you should think about before getting a pet. I know you're saying you're so uncool, Rob. The cost of a child is something you should consider before having a child. But God told me to go out and, and, and make fruit. No, he, he said fruit salad. He didn't say have a child. He said fruit salad. That page was lost, right? It's expensive. And of course, I'm teasing about procreation and everything else like that. It's none of my business. First year of pet ownership easily is going to run you more than $1,000. But is it worth it? Can you afford it? I've got a radio producer that I know. I've got friends that I know. I've got people in television who are starting their career out in an entry-level job, and they're probably going to have to move down the road. I've known some friends that had two or three Huskies, and I'm like, Huskies are big dogs, like, that seems kind of weird that you'd have a pack. And I mean, I guess if you're committed to getting them out and in a boot, I'm not, a, I'm not a white lab fan. I just want to be the first one on the record to just go on the record. Labs will eat anything. A lab will eat a pillow. And what happens when a dog eats a pillow? It's expensive. Now, when I started my company 20 years ago, I had this cat named Kit Kat. I know you're saying, why did you name your cat Kit Kat? It's a damn good question. Um, great cat. <coughs> this one when monitors were still big, chunky monitors and not like really skin little monitors. And I, I, I didn't get successful because I was smarter than you. I got successful because I outworked you. I'd get up at three or four in the morning every day 
And one year I got plantar fascia in my, in my foot and then it was in my other foot. And when you wake up plantar fascia, it is a brutal, excruciating pain in the morning and you can't walk. And like, I, I think the way it heals is it gets scarred so bad <clears throat> or you can sleep in a boot. I'm not sleeping in a boot. Sorry, not sleeping with a mask on, not sleeping with a boot on, not sleeping. No, 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 no. So Kit Kat in the mornings, I'd get up and uh, crawl, crawl to my computer and turn it on, sit at my desk. And after a couple hours, your feet kind of warm up or something. They stretch out correctly and you, and you can start walking again. But she would get on the monitor on top of the monitor. She thought I was doing a show, doing a radio show, talking on radio to her. It's pretty cute. That cat lived almost 20 years. Crazy how long it lived. It was an Egyptian Mao. And uh, relatively inexpensive as far as healthcare costs. Food, a little bit. Cat litter, a little bit. Cat litter smell, a little bit of a problem at times. When you're trying to get your let's make love tonight kind of face on. Hey, Barbara, let's make love tonight. She's like, is that cat, is that cat poop I smell? Well, I'm going to put some perfume in there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like fail, right? The dating fail. So having kittens would be more expensive, obviously. Having dogs would be more expensive. One of the biggest expenses you can have with a dog is if it bites your neighbor. Got to be real careful on that one. Then you have to watch what it eats because if it eats dog food, great. If it starts eating things like beanbags, not so good, right? The old vet bills that I don't know. Seems kind of crazy at times how much we spend on, on vet bills. If you have foresight, you would know whether or not to insure or not, but you can never really know that. If you spay or neuter a cat, dog, how much is that going to run you? At least $200 for a dog, 150 bucks for a cat. Medical exams, where the vet lifts up their gum line and looks at their teeth and goes, oh, oh, good, yeah, oh, mm, 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 mm. You got to get a collar or a leash. For a cat, scratching post, highly recommended. Otherwise, it's going to be your couch. Then you got to train the cat to use the scratching post. And you know the moment you go on vacation, the cat's going to get a little pissed off and go straight for the couch. Carrying crates aren't cheap. I just use the one that I put my girlfriends into. <laughs> Joke. Hashtag me too. Joke. No woman or man deserves to be put in a carrying crate meant for dog or cat. This has been a public service announcement, and now you know. That is not appropriate behavior. Come on, this stuff is expensive. Multi-use. Training a dog to get Caesar Milan to it. Doesn't he just spray the animal with water? Gets it to the point where it's really pissed off at him. Go away, dude. Stop. Stop going... So the one-time cost, those are all just a one-time cost, right? Right there, that's $600, $700. Then you get the same thing every year, dog food, annual exams if you're going to be loving your animal, litter toys, licenses, got to get your, your dog license in your city, right? In theory. Do you chip your dog? I'd chip my dog, but my dog's old, so I don't know if she still has a chip, so... First year of dog ownership is going to run you $1,200, $1,300, $1,400. Now, of course, I want you to fund your retirement. But I also want you to have a dog. Because a dog's going to teach you the microcosm of life. It just happens in 15 years. Where you get the cute little puppy. Then he becomes a, a precocious kid. He eats his cast. He runs so fast and so hard. Gets a thorn up her nose. Of course, I want you to get a dog. 
They'll be your friends in good time and bad times. But they are expensive. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Money invested in more. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.